For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11, verse 30. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Heavenly Father, please bless my tongue and my heart to preach your word truly. That your gospel would be clear. And that we would be strengthened by the knowledge of it and of you. In Jesus' name. Amen. The first thing I want to, that, that I think is needful to have clearly in our minds to understand this verse, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, is just to get clearly in our minds the picture of a yoke. And I don't think here it's the yoke of oxen, although that is used elsewhere in the New Testament, right? Like, don't be unequally yoked. That's kind of an oxen picture. Um, I feel somewhat confident the yoke here really is um, the shoulder yoke that um, laborers for long ages, even to this day, in rural places carry, because then you, you can take the weight of something not just in your grip strength, but just straight onto your back. So it's kind of like a sort of a, sh- a roughly shaped wooden crossbeam cross on which you could then hang two big buckets or baskets or whatever, just two loads. And that way, you're not wearing your grip strength out. You can carry that for, for miles to market or to your house, whatever. Um, so it's a shoulder yoke, which in the times of the Bible had also become a metaphor for a sort of committed and bonded servitude. So we see that throughout the scriptures, you know, the yoke of Egypt and the prophet Isaiah, the yoke of Babylon. So it's using, so it's taking a, a concrete picture and kind of expanding it, metaphorizing it, right? Like, um, no, you are, do, you are carrying this heavy load for your sort of oppressive master. That's the picture. So it has this sort of double meaning, a shoulder yoke as a symbol of um, having being burdened with someone else's labor, uh, a heavy labor, uh, for for your whole life. So when you're trying to like picture like um, a day in recent memory where you did like exhausting physical labor, <laughs> and just to picture the kind of this heavy burden on your shoulders, and then especially when you're doing it for 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 somebody else, <laughs> you know the difference between a project you want to do versus something that someone else has asked you to do. Um, that you're doing it for someone else, and uh, to kind of then open up the metaphor that Christ is pointing to. Um, picture sort of this yoke and, and two big buckets uh, hanging from either side of the yoke. And in the one bucket, the sort of the initial weight, uh, picture all of like the, our inherited brokenness, like our, our own inclination to sin, the sins of our forefathers, just the brokenness of the world is, the, is half the weight of the first bucket. And then on the other side, instead of relieving that bucket, picture all of the 613 laws of Torah. Right, so you've got this kind of burden of the brokenness of the world and, the, and the, the Torah. Now picture like adding to that weight in that first bucket all of your own sins, every sin of thought, word, and deed. And then in the second bucket, think of all of the ways in which religious leaders add to even the law, the way the Pharisees added law upon law, even Christian teachers add all these rules. And so it's all of this weight, right? this crushing weight is that what Jesus is picturing. All you who are weary under heavy laden. This is the heavy burden that Jesus is talking about, this enslavement and heaviness of our sins, of the law of sin, even of the law itself, that's the logic of Romans 7. It actually just made all these things heavier 
and worse. So much so that we're so bonded by the spirit, we can't even do what we want to do. We're just being directed by this burden. Into this situation, Christ comes in that deep, powerful, and mystical language of Romans, in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. So he takes out everything from the buckets, takes them all upon himself, the sin and the law. In fact, he actually takes off the entire yoke entirely and immolates it in the fire of his suffering, his passion, and his death. So that we can have rest to no longer be shackled by this crushing burden. We hear this verse all the time as part of the comfortable words. There is a therapeutic value. The, The layers and meanings of Scripture are many and rich. But we hear it specifically after having just confessed sins and heard the absolving words. All of you who are heavy laden with sin and the law. And I will give you rest. Rest like Sabbath rest. True spiritual rest. Rest like the beloved disciple rested his head on Jesus' chest at the Last Supper. We are no longer involuntary slaves of sin. Glory to God. And having been set free from the burdensome yoke, Christ doesn't then just uh, abandon us and leave us to sort of a life of like cosmic loafing. He invites us to take up his yoke. And this is a sort of one, two, three, which happens so fast you could miss it. But see, it's in the passage. Come to me, you who are burdened. The word is the same word as... um, the laden and burdened is the same word. Come to me, you who are heavy burdened, heavy laden. I will relieve you of that burden and take up my yoke. See how... But there's a difference. It's not, a, it's not like the yoke that was before. The yoke before was heavy. And so Jesus is contrasting it with following him, which is light. My yoke is light. There's a temptation, I think, as Christians, to sort of stop reading in the passage, at, and I will give you rest. The end. And take my yoke upon you is the next step that Jesus calls us to. But be clear of the radical difference. The first yoke of sin and the law is forced. <clears throat> the yoke of Christ is invited. You're invi- take my yoke upon you. The yoke of the sin of sin and the law is heavy, way too heavy, impossible to carry for us. The yoke of Christ is light. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. And my burden is light. It's part of the mystery of the Christian life that it's, you know, has some of this flavor of gospel paradox in it because we don't think of burden by definition being light, but that's what Christ is saying. His burden is light. So what I want to suggest, um, I'm thinking, you know, in St. Paul, a couple of places says, you know, not the Lord, but I, which is then confusing because he's still an inspired apostle. So it's like, hold it, but I am not an inspired apostle. But not the Lord, but I, I'd like to suggest. If your experience of the Christian life in any season, any day, is an experience of burden, like, oh, following Jesus and all these Christian rules, I think you've misunderstood it. I think Jesus is giving us here a test that one of the ways we can test our sort of what frame of mind, what discipleship we're living under, as to whether it's really his, his yoke or not. 
If the yoke feels heavy, that's not his yoke. He said his yoke is light. His yoke is light. If it feels heavy, perhaps you've resumed taking on some of the yoke of the law, Christian or otherwise. Christ does not call us to carry the law. He, ca- he has carried it for us. The yoke of Christ is easy. Um, so be encouraged, because I think it's one of the things that the enemy tries to do is sort of subtly to try and always erode at our minds as if, as if the call of Christ is heavy. And we need to be reminded that it's not. There's actually, as a side note, there's a delightful wordplay that the word easy, my yoke is easy, the, word, the Greek word there is Christos. It sounds a lot like Christ. The yoke of Christ is Christos, is easy. So it is, of course, we know, you all have been Christians long enough to know many, many times that the following Christ is sometimes effortful. But it should be a, an easy kind of strain. And the nearest thing I can think of is when in human terms, when there's an effort where you're just so excited about what it accomplishes, it feels easy, right? Um, like, uh, I'm not much of a hiker, but apparently it's easy to do lots of hiking if you really like getting to the top of the vista. For me, it's easy to um, put my body under a profound strain of heavy weights for the joy, for the excitement of getting stronger. It feels easy because you're excited about what it's accomplishing. And I think that just so is our life as Christians. If we have our, our minds focused rightly on Christ and his gospel, there should always be this ease even to the effort, even to the great effort. Which leads me lastly to um, just unpack the picture one further way. Um, it's noteworthy that, and of course in the first century they would have seen this all the time, when you're carrying a shoulder yoke It's this beam of wood across your shoulders and your hands are like stabilizing it. It has this sort of cruciform shape. The same Jesus who says this, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light, says take up your cross and follow him. But not in the way of like, oh yeah, I'm going to just have this really heavy, horrible Christian life. No. Just like Jesus who, who is described for the joy that was set before him. He gladly took up that cross. Just so for us. That if we are relying on our own strength to follow him, it will be impossibly heavy. If we're thinking we're earning our righteousness before him, impossibly heavy. If we're just responding with love to the God who loved us and aspiring to enjoy and participate and know him more fully, nothing is too heavy when the vision is right. It feels easy because what we know it is accomplishing in us and through us to the glory of Christ Jesus. Amen.